Hello and welcome to Your Average Critics. Uh, we were absent last week because of Easter, um, but we're back now. Joined today by Chris, Obi and Ollie. Yes, we did write some of them. <laughs> um, sadly, Joe hasn't yet. But <laughs> he's, he's due to be back with us next week um, when we're doing our superhero podcast. So Ollie's got about 18 films to watch by then, yeah. I think. How many have you watched? 18? 14? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, superhero movies of the, ever? Of the Marvel ones. Of the Marvel. Yeah. Of the recent Marvel? Yeah. The, the MCU. So the 14 MCU like ones. The first three Iron Man. Okay. okay, that's that's a um, good start. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. The Avengers. Mm. 1 and 2. Civil War? No, that's... Civil War? Ant-Man. Have you seen Civil War? Civil War, no. Ant-Man seems like a film. Ant-Man was, yeah, that was right. Yeah. I thought you liked that. Uh, Spoilers yeah, for next, we'll next week. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Well, you've, seen, you've seen a lot more than I thought you had then. Yeah, so you've seen most of them, I would say. Yeah. There's only a few. Good half. Yeah, well... You haven't seen like, one of the top ones, but... It's, it's like, it's seeing it. It's not watching it intently. Fair so it's like when... That's been like past the it's, it's like when you go to a lecture and people are... Or you, you're you there, but you're not there. Yeah, people yeah. are talking at you or to you. And you're just a through. shell. You go there just to feel good, but you are, oh, I've made it to my lecture. Yeah. But in real talk, you're like, you're just in, in your mind, you're in your bed. <laughs> you're hearing, but you're not listening. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so, anyway, we digress. Yeah. But this week, so that's the next week. This week, we're going to be talking about Fast 8. We're going to be talking about uh, anime, because we watched Sword Art Online. Um, then Ollie's going to give us his From the Archive, which is going to be a Jackie Chan classic. Um, but first of all, we've seen some trailers this week. Mm. So we watched uh, the trailer for Detroit. Mm. So Obi, give us a lowdown. Well, from what I can gather, it's like based on a true story, I think. I think it's in the 1960s, I think. Okay. So um, I think the trailer shows... John Boyega as a... I'm not sure if he's a policeman or if he's like a... works at somewhere else. I don't know. It was I'm Will Porter who was the policeman. Oh, I think both yeah. were. I think, I think they both were. Okay. I know he was working at a place where he was like taking calls and shit on him or something. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, um, you see John Boyega, you see Will Porter, and then you see a group of... I'll say a mixture of uh, black and white people uh, having fun at a party, and then they... Go into a discussion about um, about guns and stuff. Some guy pulls out a gun, and then makes out he's going to shoot someone. Shoots the gun. The gun makes the sound, and but obviously that but like the gun's fake. So they all argue an idiot, and they all start laughing. Da-da. And then police show up. At, I'm assuming having heard like a complaint about the gunshot or something like that, and they just start lighting up the place. Yeah. Then... <laughs> is, this, is this in the ghetto or is this? Just I'm like... assuming it's well, in Detroit, so I'm assuming it's in like a, you know, the hood. So to speak. The hood. Yeah. It so. looked alright. It's um was it Catherine Bigelow? She's the one who did uh yeah. Zero Dark Thirty and The Hurt Locker. I think it might have been her. And it's got kind of like a, a good young mm. British cast as well, mm. like you said, John Boyega, oh, Will Porter. Steady on Samuel Jackson's gonna I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Think, of, think of all those unemployed American actors. That's <laughs> the thing, I think it looks good. I like the films that um, like based on true story. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be good. Is it is it like a racial tension thing? Is that I think it? I think it's meant to be. Yeah. I think okay. so. There was I think there was a bit in the trailer where um, John Boyega gets uh, one of his colleagues some coffee or, or something, and they ask him for something else, and he's like, that looks like don't push it sort of thing. Oh really? I think it's almost a bit like a little. Mm. Then I imagine in the sixties, he would have the the white man would have just be like, yeah, get me some coffee, but like. Yes, master. Anyway, we digress. And American Assassin, Chris. Yeah, uh, 
it's basically about a guy who his girlfriend gets shot or his wife gets shot on the beach and then he basically wants to become an assassin and kill all the bad guys. And so he, he gets sent to this other guy who then teaches him. And then I don't know what the other part of the story is, but they're the snippets you see in the trailer. And then we caught that guy who got sent to him, John Wick. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> what a twist. What a twist. John Wick shared universe. But it's got Dylan... O'Brien, I think yeah. his name is. The one from the Maze Runner and, and stuff. He Jim looks Moore. so different with a beard, man. Mm. Literally, he's gone from looking like 17 to about 34. I don't yeah. know, man. He's yeah, got enviable so. beard game. Like, who strong. I just thought about this, actually, because you said John Wick. Who would win? Uh, I don't know who Liam Neeson played in Taken, but him or John Wick. Yeah. I think John Wick would wipe the floor. Yeah. Liam Neeson was kind of sloppy. I mean, I Liam Neeson's dumb to have, like... His family members taken three times, mm. so John Wick wouldn't let that happen. Like his dog didn't die the second time, did and it? John Wick's quite aged on this side as well. Trey. Yeah, this is Trey. That'd be a, that'd be good, like a royal rumble of like and then John get, Wick, um, Jack Bauer. <laughs> if they were like, like okay, Chuck Norris, <laughs> John Wick's dog's been captured. Uh, Liam Neeson's wife's been captured. Who's gonna find who first? Then Liam, <laughs> Liam Neeson will probably win. But I think in a straight fight, I think John Wick will probably. Yeah, like the if like the Expendables, like all of them. I was just thinking that. And like you said, like Uma Thurman from Kill Bill, <laughs> like all of these people, Royal Rumble, Cage Match, Chairs, do Mickey we, James. Do we know? Um, who, do we know who they? Do we know who they're getting in? Like Expendables Four is a, is a is actually well, happening, is it? Who are they getting in as the new recruits? Because they always have it bigger and better, don't they? So who are they getting in? I'd like to see. Who Jackie, else can you get? Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, but the, that's the thing, because Sylvester Stallone has left the franchise. Oh, has he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair and has he's he... the one who created it, so without him, I can't imagine the film's going to continue. They always notice, yeah, in oh. these films, um, whenever Sylvester Stallone's character has to do anything that's not a walking pace, it's always a stunt double. <laughs> 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 like, if he like, do a little jog, stunt double. If he does like a forward roll, stunt double. It's hilarious. Yeah. All those years of Rocky taking a toll on him, mate. Well, I think he should have Sarah. a voice double as well, because <laughs> his fucking speech is terrible, oh, yeah, man. Terrible. But didn't he have, he had, didn't he have something when he was born, though? It's a winner. He had a strike when he, before he was born. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's a winner's done. It's all right, mate. Oh, man, I, I'm editing that out, man. That's harsh. <laughs> ah, it's life, isn't it? No. Ah. We don't, we don't go to Right, I, <laughs> I feel like a prick now. <laughs> Cheers, guys. He's alive. <laughs> okay. no, 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 for that so I thought the entire point of an assassin is that they're hard to find right so how is this person trying to get revenge how are you supposed to find a school of assassins job centre innit <laughs> yeah man like what's oh. your skill yeah. uh, oh, I, got, I got that I'm starting from the ground up I'm like oh jeez top assassins <laughs> I've got a feeling he works for a company and then they've outsourced him to this guy mm. I've got a feeling but I don't know mm. interesting mm. Oh. okay and uh, not many other trailers, really. The uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, oh yeah. Hitman's bodyguard. Hitman's bodyguard. Talking about like, assassins. Looks like it could be quite a fun. It thing. just looks like it's going to be so stupid that it'll make me laugh. So I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. Who's in it? Apart from Samuel. Samuel, Samuel Jackson Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. So is it like a buddy comedy? or is it, Yeah, definitely. It's almost taken the essence of the uh, first bit of the other guys mm. where they jump off the yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then like, created it into yeah. a long movie yeah. about these two. 
I think there's not two people who you would have thought would have the most chemistry, but I feel like they are individually two people who you think would just be able to get along with anyone. Yeah. Because yeah. what Ryan Reynolds is like pretty chilled out and very sarcastic and rude, and Samuel Jackson is just like mother. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer? He's just motherfucker. And then he says he says he single-handedly ruined the word motherfucker. Yeah. Didn't he? <laughs> But yeah, no, I don't think I'll watch it. That's the thing, like, there's, no, there's not been, like, a, a, a huge trailer been released in the last week or so, has there? Not that I can remember. I feel think. like there was another Justice League one released, but I can't be certain on that. It just might have been someone just uploading something. I feel like things are going to be building soon, because, you know, like you said earlier before the podcast, it's almost summer, mm. so there's going to be some big films. What about that out. trailer for, um, with Thor? Or was, did you guys Ragnarok. talk about that? Have we yeah. talked about that? Did we talk about that? Yeah, I, I think, think we, we have, have. Well, let's talk about it then. <laughs> Maybe we talked about it in our personal social life. Well, I thought it was a good trailer. Yeah. The only bit that I would personally take out is the bit about the hammer being destroyed. Because mm. I'd have liked to have no, seen... We definitely it. haven't talked about it as a podcast. I'd, 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 I would have liked to have seen it in the actual film. Because like, if you'd just shown me it without the hammer, I'd have been like, oh, how do you get to that place? Like, mm. why? But now you're like, oh, he didn't have the hammer, so he's mm. like unworthy or whatever so that's why he's in a desolate place and he can't really fight his way out of it yeah. so easy but besides that it looks quite interesting to me it looks funny as well yeah I miss Thor with long hair though I don't know like the trim personally <laughs> no. that was the first trailer though for that film wasn't it and yeah. that gave away a lot so usually on the first trailer it's just like a re- really 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 sneak peek mm. no action really that's until the thing, like the very last the only reason that I think they did that was because Shortly after one of the Marvel films got released, a snippet of the Hulk running through um, a forest came about, and I think that was tied into this film. So maybe mm. that's why they've done a bigger or done a more expressive trailer mm. in relation to it. But I don't know. I yeah. like the Hulk bit though. Yeah. Was, I know him from work. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah, what's the point in having him in armour? Through the Hulk. Yeah. Because it's the planet Hulk kind of. Get up from the comics. Oh, I really? Think. Exactly. I think uh, cool. correct me if I'm wrong. So right, yeah. it's just one of those other homages. Wear but I don't think they're doing the Planet of the Hulk thing. Or they're, they're probably going to incorporate it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Last question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> why um, when Hulk like turns into when Bruce Banner turns into Hulk, why don't his trousers rip? Everything else rips, but why don't his trousers rip? Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. And then when he shrinks back down, why aren't the trousers? Elastic. Why aren't the trousers massive? Elastic tra- trackies. Maybe it's like the Spider-Man homecoming suit because that shrinks down in to fit his body, doesn't it? Mm. So maybe it's that same material. So you're telling me he always has that material underneath his suit or yeah, whatever? Every, every pair of trousers that he wears. Mate. Fair That's the thing. Yeah, it's like, like Superman always wears this thing underneath his suit. Mm. And then he goes to the phone box. Not like Ryan Reynolds. But I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to Thor Ragnarok now oh. because I I don't really like the Thor films. And I, I was like, uh eh. See, I feel Thor, like, I feel like it would be the best trilogy so far of the Marvel films. Oh, that's that's oh. A, that's a debate for next um, week. Uh, Without seeing Thor Three, I disagree with that straight away. Oh because yeah, you love Captain America. I love Captain America, so I disagree with that yeah. story. But I also really like the director, so Taika Waititi. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his other films. Yeah, I've seen um No, I haven't seen them. Sorry. No? No. So he did like the two that I've seen <laughs> are What We Do in the Shadows and uh, uh yeah, that really famous film. Hunt for the Wilder People. 
So they were both on Netflix. He's a New Zealand director. I really don't know how you remember all these names. Of mm. I'm just like... I agree. I never remember. I don't even pay attention to who the director even is. It's the only information I ever retain, mate. Even with the actors' names, I don't remember. I'm like, oh yeah, that actor was really good. And then he just pulls it out of nowhere, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> even if he can't say their names, he still pulls it out somehow. Even if I can't pronounce them. I can pronounce oh, Tasha Waititi, though. But um, yeah, so his films are kind of like really offbeat comedy, like... Like really tongue in cheek, mm. and it's just I don't know if you've ever seen like Flight of the Concords. Yeah, mm. it's that sort of comedy. Okay, and it, it, both of those films are really really funny. Mm. Um, like there's a part in Hunt for the Wilder <coughs> People, which is about uh, a little kid who's who's like keeps going to foster homes because he's like a troubled kid. He's mm. like fourteen or something, mm. and then he gets uh, sent to this remote house with a mum and the dad but the dad didn't whatever want him um well i guess he's not really his dad but uh anyway so the the mother figure ends up dying which mm. is quite early on so it's not really a spoiler and then it's about them going on like a road trip through the the uh new zealand forest and um but people think that the father figure has kidnapped the kid and so there's all these wanted posters and um they find this cabin and there's a wanted poster in it and it says wanted, uh, I can't remember his name, like Chris, um, says, you know, 56, Caucasian, mm. six foot two. And then the kid goes, hey, they've got this wrong. You're not Asian. <laughs> I was just, it was one of them, fuck it, but it's funny. Mm. You've you got to be there, man. Yeah. You've got to be, had to be yeah. there. So that. <laughs> you should watch them though, they're both from Netflix. Mm. So um, based on that and the comedy of the trailer, I'm looking forward to Thor 3. Have you yeah. ever seen the um, YouTube videos with Thor and his roommate? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. It's basically just like. And he's like, like, where's Tony Stark? I haven't heard from him in so long. <laughs> he's like, why didn't he get invited to the Civil War and stuff like that as well? Oh. Yeah, it's quite funny. I'd recommend watching it. Mm. So okay. I think that's just like a little snippet. Yeah. Maybe we can tweet that out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's do that. All right. Well, I want to mention uh, a poll we did, which was about uh, reality TV. So that was our topic a couple of weeks ago. So he tweeted out, because we, we all had different opinions on on why we watch uh, reality TV. So mine was it makes my life seem a little bit better. <laughs> um, and then over yours was to watch a conflict. Yeah. Chris was to kind of live vicariously through the, the people there. And then another was like a guilty pleasure. So the results are in and it was a tie for to live vicariously and it's a guilty pleasure. So the public have spoken. Although, I guess... We need more votes. <laughs> uh, I, that was a source of one million people voted there. Jeez, man. <laughs> we need more people to vote. Yeah, YAC gonna, Podcast gonna, 17. I'm going to create like 10 Twitter accounts and spam the vote next time. So I'm sure I win. <laughs> but yeah, we do, we do tweet our polls every now and then. Um, I also want to say a huge thank you to all our global listeners and even the listeners in the UK. So we've, we've got a, a decent number of listeners now across our... 12 or so 100 uh, 100 listens on the first episode so thank you we've got people all over the globe Australia Mexico Pakistan Cyprus Nigeria Nigeria like USA everywhere so keep listening keep sharing and uh, yeah keep commenting Um, but on to the main topic of today is going to be first of all Fast 8 so this is the 8th 8th (laughs) instalment Oh, in in you, the Fast and Furious franchise. Did you see the thing that came out the other day? The director said 
What, that, F. Gary Gray? Yeah, he apparently he said that Fast 10 will be the last. Definitively. Mm. Okay. Well, he, or, or he was... Until they reboot or, it. Unless okay. he was saying it was the last one he would do. Yeah. But they took... I don't know if he's going to do another one, the, the director of the eighth. Well, this is it, because the way they've like, left it, like I think we should put a spoilers thing in this, but the way they've left it, it could go on to be like a trilogy of films based on this scenario, essentially. Yeah. Okay. But this is already... Yeah, so, okay, so... Should we do a non-spoilers first? We'll do a non-spoilers first. So, Fast 8 is the eighth instalment of the Fast and Furious franchise, mm. which, if any of you don't know what it is, is basically fast cars, a diverse cast of people, they're all, they're family, in inverted commas, but they're all from different backgrounds, mm. and the first three films are all about drag racing, um, and pulling heists right? and well that's the thing the first three were drag racing and then from yeah but it was about undercover cop like trying to go and investigate yeah but the main yeah. plot point was the drag the illegal drag racing and then and then there was like a after the third one which was Tokyo Drift there was a bit of a gap and then they brought out Fast and Furious which was the fourth one and then from there it kind of became this like crime heist sort of proper action film and it's kind of like rejuvenated not only the franchise, but also kind of like the genre and what we expect from it. Um, so the eighth one is kind of, what is it about? <laughs> it's it's about a, a hacker, isn't it? A hacker who's... Who, a hacker who's got something over Dom and basically is using him to So who's Dom? For those who don't know, who's Dom? Dom Toretto is the main character of... It's Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. <laughs> and he basically... Leads these people into their heist. This ragtag group of misfits. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of explaining it. And basically, yeah, he's the leader of them. Yeah. And he's the one who creates this whole family yeah. ensemble, would you say? Ensemble, yeah, I yeah, guess. Ensemble. So, yeah, so Charlie's the Ron plays Cypher, who's a hacker, and she has something over Dom Toretto, um, which makes him turn against his crew and his family. Uh, and then this guy called Mr. Nobody, who's a government agent played by Kurt Russell kind of, he leads the, the, the crew back to try and basically stop Dom. So, personally, I really liked the, the kind of plot of it. Mm. I mean, there is not much plot, which I'm sure you'll talk about, Chris. But in terms of that, because like the first seven films has all been about Dom, Toretto, the good guy, mm. and especially from the fourth film onwards, it's all about their family mm. and, like, you know, they're this huge unit. So to have him become, like, the anti-hero... I thought it was quite a nice, fresh injection of something. Because, you know, the, 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 a lot of these films are very similar. Mm. So to have that Can was I quite ask, different. For when they finally get to Fast and Furious 10, do you yeah. think it's going to be a happy ending? And they're all just going to go off in their own separate ways? Or? I think it has to be. Really. You think? Yeah, unless they all die in a fiery car crash. <laughs> yeah. But then it takes away oh. the whole family yeah, essence of it. So well, if they die together, it's family, isn't it? True. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you, but do you think the the family in inverted commas um, they're all gonna stick with it for the next two films then? Like all the actors and. I think it's so. guaranteed money, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like this film made five almost five hundred million dollars in the first weekend, wow. which no maybe even more than that, wow. which beat Star Wars's record, mm. uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens for the biggest opening ever, mm. or something like that. So. These it's a cash cow, man. They just just rake it, money. It in. Uh, worldwide, it was six hundred million. Wow. Jesus Christ! And that is just like 
you know, it's only been out a week or two so in the UK. I don't know how much. I wonder if it counted because it was a bank holiday weekend, so they, they included all four days. It's good media buying, isn't it? It's good. Nah. I think but, a lot of it was from, not from the West. I think a lot of the money they actually made was from like China. They had a lot of viewings over there. Uh, I think. Don't quote me on that. Well, they do. They, I've noticed in the production credits was uh, a Chinese company. So, you know, they're definitely... It is, I mean, it's such a global franchise. I mean, the amount of countries they go to in yeah. each each uh, film. Like, this time it's Cuba, Berlin, uh, Russia, the USA. Last time it was, like, Dubai. Mm. Um, you know, they go to Brazil. Anywhere you want, like... You know, obviously Tokyo Drift was set in Japan. So, it, it, I can imagine it appeals to... Have they ever gone to London? Yeah, yeah. The, the one with... The seventh um, one, wasn't there? Sixth it might one. have been the sixth, sixth one. one. Yeah, because we discussed this and we found out that in the fifth one, Lenny... I think her name's Letty. Letty, I think, is... Eyes. And then in the seventh one, she's back again. Yeah. To, to explain the part of the story in the eighth film. So that that's the general plot and... You don't really need to know too much about Fast and Furious to watch these. Can someone explain to me, though? Yeah. Because in one of the films, they made a ton of money. It was like the fifth or the sixth film. They made loads of money. They pulled off that massive heist. They outdone the That was the, the fifth rock. one, yeah. Where's all this money? <laughs> well, they blow up about £5 billion pounds worth of cars Yeah, but that's when film, they're working so. for someone. Yeah, they personally got millions of millions of pounds. When you pull off like majority of well, a lot of uh, heist films. Oh yeah. When you when you pull off a job, they're like, oh yeah, like, they, they've done it, and they're like, oh yeah, we just do, we just yeah, one last <laughs> job exactly. We're gonna do one last job. Then you get that money, or you fail, you get the money. Then you're like, oh, we're just gonna do one more. No, you no, but I, I get I get the heist mentality. Don't get me wrong, yeah. the heist mentality of continually doing heists. But where is the money? What do you mean, where's the money? Well, they're not living luxury or nothing. So, so How do you know? We don't ever see yeah. much of their family background, do we? Like, yeah, how do you know they're not living luxury? So the start, wow. of, start of Fast 8 is Dom and Letty, in I think Cuba. her name is, on, in Cuba, on honeymoon. Yeah. True, oh yeah, they're on yeah. honeymoon. On actually, honeymoon, and they stay in some pretty nice places. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think the purpose of the films now is they don't do it for money. They do it for the some... Adrenaline. That and also for some sense of that they have to protect America or... People, you know, so they do it. Well, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna throw out that they did a terrible job of doing that. In the they do kill film. a lot of people, man. Yeah, this film is literally massacring people. Yeah, but what did you think of the film? So spoiler free, spoiler free, right? That's one of the films I think where when you go into it, you've got to turn your brain off, and it's like yeah, you, you said like you just gotta, you just gotta watch it, not. Like, yeah, not, you can't yeah, deep yeah. it. You just gotta, you just gotta yeah, watch it. Yeah. Like, take it at face value. Don't like. I know. think I went. I think I took it. I don't. I don't think I took it for that. I think. Like, don't get me wrong. The stunts were well good. I saw plenty of discontent from you. Yeah. yeah so, so tell tell, <laughs> tell the listeners about your initial response as soon as the credits started rolling. What did you say? <laughs> I said it, I think it could possibly be one of the worst storylines to a fast film. Yeah. Well, I didn't originally say that, but I changed it. Hot that, take. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it, after, it broke after, a little bit. after two days of having time to Flexion. contemplate it, what, what do you still agree that it was one of the worst films? Storylines, yeah. Uh, films, I don't know, it's a bit of a hard one, because uh, you, you you're right, you can't take it for, like, you can't analyse it too much, because there's so many, in my eyes, there's so many plot holes. Mm. Well, there's so many loads, things that, I, I, for, for me, I forget... About whether it's all legit and that it can all happen because we all know that half the crap they do with these cars would just not happen. Yeah. Like, science wouldn't let it. But 
So taking that aside, I just thought the story was just so poor, and it didn't engage. It like the action scenes engaged me, but the actual storyline itself just didn't engage me enough, and I was just like, meh. But then the so it was an alright film. I could probably give it a six, six and a half. But uh, as the films go, I don't think it was one of the better, better ones. I think I really like five. I really liked was it five, five, six or seven. Two of those three were really good. Okay. And I really liked Tokyo Drift, and I actually thought the original two were quite good as well, even though they were quite basic in terms of CGI and stunts and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but if they had a good serum, then that's what makes it. Yeah. Because you've seen, you didn't see Fast Eight, but you've seen a few of the others. I've seen a few. Yeah. In terms of like storyline and stuff, do you think like. Like, do you, can you remember the storyline? Do you think it's important I in these really films? I really can't, just because I was never so much of a, yeah. a fast I think the first one was all that, personally. But I think, like, these films, I think the plot is so, so secondary, or even that, yeah. tertiary I, I, to I, the yeah, film. Yeah, like, yeah. the things that the, the films are about is the cards, the... The explosions. The, the explosions, the locations, mm. The, mm. the sense of family, Rocks, and Rocks also muscles. the beautiful people. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I did, did like actually I liked The Rock and Jason Statham's little mm. like their little bromance which I liked uh, I'll tell you what do you know what maybe maybe <laughs> it's, it's, like it's, bromance for it's like a frenemy isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah but um, I think maybe maybe I don't like it as much because in the first seven films or six and a half films mm. there was like you've, also, you've got this friendship you've got this frenemy of Paul Walker and Vin Diesel throughout the whole f- f- through the films yeah. and they're kind of like bouncing off each other like doing good doing bad and then like going in between almost for both of them mm. and maybe because they don't have that anymore maybe because he's maybe because it was so family like family this family that oh, I'm doing this for family yet I'm going to mess up my family while I'm doing this for family kind of mentality he, it was really bad logic to me no, but there is a yeah, I know. I know. So, without because... spoiling anything of Fast Eight, Dom does do what he he does. Dom does turn against his quasi quasi family, family. Yeah, this for is what I knew, actual yeah. family. I knew you were gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see what you mean. But go on. <laughs> That's a spoiler, <laughs> isn't it? It's 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 a that is definitely a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's not. It's not. Like, it's, I didn't see that <laughs> It's not an overt spoiler. Fair enough, fair it pretty much is though. I haven't given any detail. Fair enough. I haven't given any detail. Fair enough. Right? <laughs> so, but I think following off Fast 7, which is like one of the top yeah. five grossing films ever or something, you know, it made really? shit tons of money. And I think, you know, obviously that was the last film, like Paul Walker died during it. So it had the added sentimentality mm. and like the emotion. Um, and it was a good film, mm. but I think, like The Dark Knight, there's always a sense that because someone died during that's the making most, of it... That's when they make the most money. It's been elevated, right? Or, yeah. you know, I think anything following that is always going to have a really tough Time, tough yeah. gig because yeah. this film is is not trying to be as sentimental as the last one, but inevitably, because of that, there is something missing yeah. compared to the last one. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it was better than any of the others, uh, but I mean these films they're just so entertaining mm. like I think you I think you summed it up afterwards perfectly when you said it's the epitome of the willing suspension of disbelief mm. like you can't think about these films no not at all like if you think about them too much they don't make any sense like you said Chris they, they really don't mm. and they're so unbelievable and out there but you, you just watch it for the spectacle it is it's just a spectacle and it's one of those films that I think you know they don't really 
homage to much other films, you know, many other films. They're not there to be critically critiqued, really. Mm. They're just there, they're just what they are, unashamedly. Mm. Like, you know, the more you think... This film's never going to win an Oscar. So no. So when, when a critic goes to analyse it, what no, do they do then? If it's not meant to be critiqued? I think it's one of those films that you have to critique it in the context of the rest yeah. of the franchise. Let's take it for what it is. Whereas things like, I guess, with, with like a superhero film, they're kind of like that. But you would say, you would always compare it to other superhero films, yeah. even outside of yeah. the MCU, you'd, you know, like Dark Knight or whatever. Or, mm. you know, they're even like, they might even make jokes about other yeah. sort of films and you know the, but the Fast and Furious isn't I mean but you're not, you're not going to critique Fast, Fast and Furious and then compare it to something like Titanic no obviously not no yeah so like, you're just going to go you like oh, well I'm, I'm not a critic so well I'm an average critic but you know uh, <laughs> the, the assumption uh, when you're critiquing something is that you just like Glenn said you compare it to the world that the film the film yeah. those sorts of films exist in I think it would be unfair to compare Fast 8 to anything other than Fast 1 to 7 well if I'm comparing it to the rest of the Fast franchise, Even, yeah. I don't think it's great. Oh, fair enough. That's fair um, enough then. That's fair enough. But if you're um, saying like, you know, it's not, it's yeah, never yeah, going to yeah, be a yeah, classic. I know, I know. But in terms of the Fast franchise, maybe, maybe I'm actually getting mistaken. Maybe one wasn't that great actually. But there were, I mean, the older ones I did really, I, I appreciated more than I did this one. Mm. But I must admit, they had, they had their good points in this one. Mm. Like, I thought the cast, they got, they got back majority of the cast that we saw previously. Yeah, there were a lot of, really um, good. Like Easter eggs or cameos and what. Yeah, for who any anyone who sees the aeroplanes, who have sees this and sees the aeroplane scene, I won't spoil it, but that was really good. Um, yeah, the stunt. I mean, the stunts in, in general were pretty good, and like you see Statham fighting, which is always great, isn't it? Seeing him fight because he does it all himself yeah. as well. So. Yeah. The prison scene was really good. Yeah, that was that was mad though. <laughs> what I like about the recent fast. Or even all of them actually, their soundtrack is really good. Mm. Like it's really like bombastic and you know you just dancey and. This is the thing with films these days though. They're just really proper getting the soundtracks a lot better, especially like since well it's probably before Guardians of the Galaxy, but I know when that film came out. Oh, that soundtrack. People amazing. love yeah. that. Oh, it's, it's just good songs, mate. It's just mm. good songs. It's yeah, not hard to put a good song in a film. Oh, oh whatever. You were going to watch some soundtrack the other day. Um, yeah, um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because that's actually like written oh, for the film. Boy, it's yeah. not just oh Michael Jackson. Girl, Everyone loves so that. Pedantic. So pedantic. Nah, mate, he's just a, he's just Lord of the Rings lover, mate. Isn't it? Jeez. What I would say though is, and again, this isn't really a spoiler. You can't argue it is that <laughs> all. I'm not even joking. All of the big action set pieces are in the trailer. All of them. The only difference is that there's a little bit of context either side and some of them are a little bit longer. The plain one's not. That's not really there are, there is a bit. There is there. a bit actually oh, in the trailer oh. when he slides his head along the glass. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I just think, like, and I know we've, we've said this a lot and I really want to start a petition or something, <laughs> but, like, so, I've said to you on numerous occasions, the amount of times I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer, yeah. and I say... I haven't got a clue what it's about. Yeah. But I, I'm still going to see it because I'm hyped. Yeah. Fast 8. You, 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 this is the 8th film in a fucking franchise, man. You do, people are going to watch this motherfucker either way. Mm. Like, you just need some cars, some loud music, and an explosion in your trailer. And The Rock. And The Rock. Mm. And you, could even, you could even actually make up the, um, the explosion scene because 
films do that these days. And maybe even a, a funny Tyrese Gibson quote. And you'll have a trailer there. Mm. 45 seconds. When did this boom. late um, when does the first trailer come out? Do we know? And was God, there a lot? Because I would say that they've been um, advertising for this film for a while. Mm. But I mean, Game of Thrones is coming up and we still have absolutely nothing about that. There's no 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 footage. There's set photos at the moment. There's photos, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's is it. About and it, I yeah. think that's, you know, just a, a still a still photo. Get. I think yeah. I think trailers for TV shows have to be different, and I don't understand why that because I don't. Walking Dead they do a little trailer before each episode. Yeah. D- don't fucking do that, man. You don't need to. But you don't. Oh well, no, you don't because I'm gonna watch it anyway. That's the point of a series, right? Um, unless it's series four. But so say for example, there was a trailer of Game of Thrones, and for argument's sake, because I don't know this, there's a clip of. Uh, Jon Snow and Daenerys fighting the White Walkers, mm. right? And you know that there's eight episodes this series and you've watched six of them and you know that scene hasn't happened yet. So you know it's going to happen in the next two episodes. So that is in itself a spoiler, right? Because you're always thinking, oh, I haven't seen this scene yet. So and it's not in this episode. Mm. So it's happening That's later on. I think TV shows, and again, Game of Thrones is a global phenomenon. All you need is that little teaser that they had. Well, where, you where just the, said that Fast and Furious 8 is global, it's made a shit ton yeah, of money. That's what I'm saying. They don't need to have mm. that many yeah. spoilers in there. Well, I don't know if they're really spoilers, but they're kind of... The spectacle's kind of ruined because you, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, um, one of the parts of the trailer is when that huge uh, kind of demolishing ball... Uh, this is in Fast and Furious now swings through and just destroys mm. all the cars. Mm. That is awesome, but I'd seen it mm. five or six times in the trailer. Mm. So when it happened on the big screen, I was just like, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. You know? That's fine. All I didn't expect to happen, well, I kind of anticipated it due to physics, was it to come back again. <laughs> that wasn't in the trailer, but I wasn't like, oh my God, it <laughs> came back. So, please, Studio Execs. <laughs> Get us to do your trailers. We'll get, we'll hype people up for these films. Without, so Glenn will we'll be their hype man, yeah. isn't it? I'll be hype man. So, yeah. Cool. Rant it's off your chest, mate. It's okay. I know. Said it with my chest, and now it's off my chest. Anyone got anything else to add about Fast and Furious? I mean, I'm gonna watch Nine. You don't even need a trailer. I'm watching Fast and Furious Nine. Can I ask a question about Fast and Furious? Go for it. Um, so like we get a lot of like the the cast is pretty stellar. I would say, because a lot of well-known names. If they were gonna add someone to the cast for the next film, who would you want to be in it? Who do you think would like fit the bill to be in the, um, the crew? Or in, maybe not in the crew, but maybe a villain or well. I've technically got a new guy. Scott Eastwood's mm. character, little nobody. Yeah. But don't you think? Don't, don't you think he kind of looks a little bit like Paul Walker? You think? Well, you know, he's kind of. I don't know. I don't know if they cast someone who's. You've got the same mm. colour hair, same mm. colour eyes, same... I don't know. Maybe I'm being cynical. Maybe. But, but you said... Um, was it you saying earlier about... Uh, you know, are, they, are, the, are the cast going to be there for 9 and 10? Yeah. Like, do you ever see in the... Like, Ludacris or Tyrese Gibson or Michelle Rodriguez in any other films apart from these? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is in the... Uh, in the Machete films, isn't she? Is she? Yeah. But, but like in terms of like one, big it? blockbusters, mm. 
They don't need anything else, man. All they need so, is yeah. one of these films every two years. Can I say who I think who I'd like to be? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. In the film, oh Kevin Hart to be. In the film. <laughs> I, I, I saw that coming. I think him and the Rock would have such good chemistry. Oh, together. Yeah, I think it would be so funny. What would be his character? I don't know. I, I, I think I'd like to see him play a bad guy, but, like, <laughs> but, but a funny bad. I reckon he'd play a really good funny really bad. Really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'd be so good as a bad guy. Like it. Just like you know, comedy. And Bring stuff. back Bow Wow, innit? It? Well, you say bring back someone. I read somewhere that they might be more than likely bringing back Han. Oh, the Korean for the guy. ninth one. Yeah, isn't he? I swear he's late. He's died like twice now. He died in. He died fast. Uh, Tokyo Drift. Don't Tokyo Drift. He's not dying the other one. No, but, to- but the so- other one showed the Tokyo Drift yeah. thing again. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but no one really dies in these films, do they? Yeah. That's why I think I liked maybe was seven the one that showed the Tokyo Drift bit. I think I that's think, I one. think it was six. But I can't remember. Mm. Either or. Whatever one that was, I think I really liked that film because mm. they tied it in really well yeah. and they made it all make sense again. I think it must have been six because the end of seven was the uh, the, the Wiz Khalifa song where they drive part of the ways. Yeah, but wasn't that after they finished doing whatever they had to do? A bit morbid, but I want that song played at my funeral. So, oh, mate. Touch what I said, I want that uh, That's a bang in tune for the funeral. I'm already, I'm already weeping. Um... I want you to do that thing where you get like people to dress up in suits and uh, uh, shades and get them to stand in line at the back, send off some like secret agent or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But you, you so you, <laughs> earlier you said that you think nine and ten might be a trilogy. Yeah. Um, I guess about. Uh, and this is okay. So this, the, this is going to be a spoiler. Like, about that. Should we go, should we go into, no, no. Basically, it doesn't need. We don't need to spoil it. I think it's going to be a trilogy based around this hacker woman, okay. and I think there's going to be something bigger than her. She's. I think she is almost the middleman. I think she's up there. No, not middleman. She's up there, but she's not head honcho of this whole. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think, uh, but then she's also she's been alluded to, or this organization's been alluded to in six and seven. Hasn't true, she? True. So I guess maybe it's the culmination of that. And uh, in terms, of, again, so this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but um, Helen Mirren is in the film as uh, Jason Statham's mum. So spoiler. Th- that's like n- you don't know that when you see that though. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I just said spoiler. Should we, should, we, should we enter into spoiler territory now? I feel like spoiler territory is needed. We're in spoiler territory. Really sorry, Ali. We're fully in it. Let's, that's okay. Oh, do you give a, do you give a shit? You can go ahead. There you go. But that's but that's I think that's such a mild spoiler. What is it? What is it? What the, about Stephen's mum? Yeah, because I, I haven't said a, anything I else that, about. I think that's quite a big spoiler. I, I agree, with Chris. That's quite <laughs> a big spoiler because when you get introduced to her, again, you have no major idea. plot hole on how they got introduced to her. Yeah. But you you don't have a clue who she is, yeah. and you're like. Where's this woman come from? Why has she got this history with him? Because she makes it sound like he's done something to her in the past. Mm. But and then later on, like the, the last 20 minutes, you find out who she is. She's a Cockney British woman. And the only you Cockney British me. person no in way. the entire fucking franchise is Jason Statham. No Stephen. way did you pick that out when you first saw her. Did you no think, way. Oh, yeah, she must Yeah, be. I knew no she No way. way. I, no I swear down, yeah. Oh, I, 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 get out of it. Get out of it. I did not spend £27,000 on a film degree not to figure that shit out. <laughs> Fair enough. Can I, make, can I just quickly say something about, about uh, Fast and Furious? So, like, this is the first film I've seen with um, Ludacris in it and Tyrese Gibson, but I'm talking about Ludacris right now. Am I the only one who doesn't buy Ludacris as a, like, fucking hacker. super smart hacker? Like, just, I, I just feel like he can't pull it off. I don't know, is it just me? Or, I don't know. 
Yeah, I enjoy watching it. I'll be deceiving, I be. I swear, in the second film, he was just like a car mechanic. Uh, but yeah, he, didn't he put all them trackers and stuff in mm. the cars and all this also, stuff? Also, I feel this, this is the first film they actually say his name. Which is like... What is his name? Tej or something. Because oh. I, like, I have no idea what your they definitely name is. He's definitely been introduced because when um, Brian introduces him to someone, mm. he must say his name. Mm. Okay. But um, yeah, I thought it was quite funny when they, at the end they're like... They're, they're like, oh, which one of us are you going to choose? The the girl, the other hacker girl. Mm. And she's like, do either of you know my yeah. surname? Yeah. And oh, like, I reckon I know what her surname is. What? So they call her Ramsey. I think that's her surname. That is quite a weird first name. I think her surname must be Ramsey. Mm. So what's, then she should have asked, what's my first name? No, but it's a trick question, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Oof. But are you going to watch this film? At some point, yeah. All right. No, we don't need yeah. to spoil it. There's no need to spoil it. I think we've said enough yeah. about it then. I so. think Glenn's spoiled enough. Already. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You dropped two clangers, mate. Yeah, like, it's stock there yesterday for Brian. In it, oh, man. Mate. A double one goal. We don't even have a shot on target. Uh, oh, well. Anyway. Right, let's talk about Sword Art Online. Ordinal scale. Wait. I can't talk much about this because I fell asleep my friend. Oh, we didn't have his coffee. I was so tired. Can you go to the cinema to watch this one? Yeah. yeah. But he fell asleep. He literally fell asleep. So, so nice. Should we do it from my perspective as someone who's yeah. watched so all the TV? Tell us, or? tell us, give us a synopsis of right. this film and then tell us how it relates to the wider Sword Art Online universe. Do you want to do it that way around? Okay, right, okay. So this film is basically about this guy who has been out of the Sword Art Online... Uh, no, I've got to start the other way around. So basically, Sword Art Online is about people who have a, vi- a virtual reality headset, they go into the game, they're like... Fighting and all this stuff, and then they get trapped in the game. Every single player gets trapped in the game so by the creator. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. And then, so basically, some of them are beta testers, so they are a bit ahead of everyone. And then, basically, to get out of the game, someone has to beat level 100. Uh-huh. If you die in the game, you die in real life. You take off your VR headset, you die in real life. Classic. And basically, you go through the story, by the end of the series, they've got out. Sorry, can I ask you a really quick question? Yeah. Because I wasn't sure about where I'm watching the film. When they've got the headsets on, yeah, yeah. are they actually... They're still there, physically? They're lying down, physically. Oh, they're lying down? Yeah. Okay. But there was a part in the film where they were on a drip, weren't they? In a, in a... Yeah, so basically, in the original... What, in the TV series, they would put the VR headset on, they'd lie back, and then it would go into their sense, their neurons mm. or whatever, and then they'll be immersed in the game. They'd just lie there. Mm. I think their brain would just do okay. all the stuff. Okay, cool. But um, so that they get out, and then basically, and then there's been other there's. For, I think I can't remember how many worlds they've been in, but they've been in several worlds. And this guy's the main character. He's quite a technical guy related to it, and they've been in and out of worlds trying to stop other crimes and stuff. And basically, they're in real life in this film, and there's this new like a, almost Google glasses type of virtual reality headset, and Called people. The Aguma. Yeah, that's the one. Orguma. Orguma, or yeah, Something like and basically, everything's done by this virtual reality. Like they, if you win games, you get free stuff, and everyone's using it. And then the monsters from the original game they used to be in are coming out in real life. And if you battle them, your ranking because there's a ranking system, you go really hard if you beat any of them. And it basically, this guy, who used to be part of one of the armies within the original game, really is out to get everyone. And basically, he beats up people who were from the original game after they've attacked the monsters. And if they attack the monsters or get hurt by the monsters, they lose their memory of when they were originally in the game. 
And basically this is a dilemma for the main character because he's in love with another girl and she's losing her memories of their time together. And then basically he's just set out to stop this guy from taking everyone's memories. And then you'll find, you find out in the end that it's basically the, this guy created this virtual reality headset to save his daughter's life. Spoiler. Oh. I was going to say, do you want to give a spoiler warning? Spoiler warning. Oh. To basically save his daughter's life. And then basically the story is that. Yeah, so Sword Art Online was the virtual reality video game of uh, the headset. Yeah, that was the game, that, I think. What's yeah. his name? Carito? Carito. Oh, no. K-I-R-I-T-O. It was, it was like and Asuna. Asuna, yeah. So Carito's the male protagonist and Asuna's his love interest. Yeah. So they survived Sword Art Online. Mm-hmm. And then... And he was like one of the best ranked players. He, he was the only player who could wield two swords. Alright, so he was a bit of an OG. And so this one is now about augmented reality. Yeah. Which is... So virtual reality was like all their senses were taken up. Whereas augmented reality is just like real life vision. This sounds like, scary. Like this is about the future. Well, like VR sets are coming out. If you ever come into my house and I'm like strapped to a table with a VR set on me, like help me. So we're not there by choice. When I was watching this film, I was like, this is basically <laughs> if Charlie Brooker did a Black Mirror episode of Pokemon Go. He did. Well, Charlie Brooker did do like a. Yeah, I mean that was one of the best episodes of that yes. Black Mirror series. Yeah, so it's like. Basically, like, Pokemon Go, right, so that's augmented reality, isn't it? Because you use your phone camera and then a Pikachu appears mm. and you're like, oh, shit. So it's like, it's basically that. And yeah. I thought, that's, what I, that's what I quite liked about it because I think it was quite topical. You um, still got it. Don't this, lie, man. This is why I watched it in the first place because I thought it was quite a clever idea mm. to be in a virtual reality and then being stuck in it or almost having real life become virtual reality, like both worlds colliding. Yeah, you having the impossible possible in front of you, but yeah. I thought I, mean, I thought I thought I thought it was really a really good idea. I think even the anime series is quite a good idea in terms of being trapped in a video game. Um, I quite liked the visuals of it. Um, the storyline was quite strong. I thought, yeah. Um, especially with like, and we've spoiled it already, but like in terms of the creator doing it because his daughter's died in yeah. uh, Sword Art Online, he wants to. Bring her back through the memories of. I can't remember what the actual world was called. I'm just trying to. That oh, doesn't really matter, does it? But. No. The get the game because basically it gets confusing at points from someone who's never watched the series because mm. when they go to because they all um, come together in a different game, like all the mates come together in a different game and the characters look different. Mm. So you kind of so someone who's not seen it before would probably be like, who the hell are these other characters and why they become the point of yeah. the point yeah. of the film. So, but that's always going to happen in in a film based on a previous property. Yeah. yeah. So like, I was always going to go in there and thinking there's going to be points that I'm not going to understand. Yeah. But I actually quite I quite liked it. Um, and I mean, considering it was two hours long, it certainly didn't drag as much as uh, a silent voice did. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, someone who hasn't like you know don't watch a lot of anime, just certainly haven't seen the series. I thought it was quite solid. But someone who has seen the series and you know a lot about the world and stuff um, and obviously like they never reach level 100 do they no, in not the series in the game, but yeah. you see some of the monsters that they never yeah, and encounter then in, and, this, and this one you do see the monster from level 100 as well so how does it uh, live up to I think it's of... really good and I thought I thought I may, maybe the last fight wasn't the greatest like they were doing a lot of fighting weren't they and then the last fight was the thing is for me when I first saw the last fight and then 
they win. I was like, right, you took that monster down really easily, but in throughout the whole series, you were really struggling. But I suppose the point of the thing is that they've been in this game for the last four years, being able to go in and out of the game, and they've just continued playing it. So maybe they have increased in strength, so that's why it was easier. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it was really good, and they brought back. I mean, it's not hard to bring back old characters in the cartoon because you just draw them, but they brought back all these old characters, which was good. The storyline was, like you said, it was strong. And, yeah. I mean, I'm personally, I don't know how they're going to do another series. Has that been announced? Apparently, it's been... Uh, it, well, it was announced a while ago that we're going to do another series, and I don't know how they're going to do it. But, yeah, it's good. I liked it. I'll give it... As anime goes, I'll give it a 7, 7.5, like, in terms of what I've watched of it before. Oh, we did so. Fast and Furious. Yeah. What so. would you, okay, what would you give Fast and Furious? Eight. Say again. I was saying Fast and Furious eight. Oh, seven point five. Yeah, I'd probably give the same. Because mm. you said six something. I'll give it six point five. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so back to anime. In terms of like, um, <laughs> yeah, so it lived up to expectations. Didn't disappoint in any way. No, it lived up to expectations. It was good. But yeah. then, okay, so you said you don't know how they would make another series. Should they just leave it here then? Just. Edit. I think they could, because like that ending as well. The two characters essentially announce their marriage so mm. yeah and a, a good a good point of the tv series was about how these two were just like they because they were fighting all the time like not with each other they're not against each other but like the monsters and then they kind of were just like well we're gonna be stuck in this world let's just make a life mm. and there's a few episodes where they you see their their love progress and then they have obviously have a child which isn't actually their child but they have the child and um so yeah i mean that's the point of most films or TV series where if the the people kiss at the end, it's like kind of the end scene, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's endless because they could just make another virtual reality headset, or they could make another world where there's someone killing, and then they, these guys go in and save it. So you can just carry on. It just depends how strong the franchise really is. Cause so does it begin with? Sorry. Yeah. Um, does the virtual reality headset start off as like a commercial gaming thing, but it? sour yeah pretty much so uh, it's cool. like everyone wants one I don't know how many people got one I don't know if it's limited but it seems like 10,000 people got one yeah 10 people 10,000 people get immersed in the game and then when they try and log out the log out button's not there uh. and then the big the big creator guy comes out I don't I can't remember if he comes out looks like a monster and he's like well you've got to beat the game to get out of it and then yeah and then straight away a few people die because their parents take off their virtual reality headsets before finding out and don't take off the virtual reality headsets but how do they communicate that to so I think I don't know if it got announced by the creator or if people just realised after they took their headset off their child was dead. Oh okay. And then and then adults are in it as well. It's not just children, right? Yeah. Would you ever want to see it remade live action? I was thinking about this. Like I think it could be. It's it's got a it's got a it's a cool idea, but I don't know if they could pull it off. Well, I was just saying, it sounds just like Tron. So yeah. it would be like, I was just saying to Obi as well, actually. It would be, it sounds like a big, big budget. Yeah, yeah, just be CGI. Yeah. More medieval as well, I reckon. It's like, it's essentially like RuneScape. But you, you're playing as the character. You're leveling up, you're doing all your farm, you're doing all your cooking, you're doing all this and that and that. And then you've just got to... That's <laughs> so boring. Yeah. <laughs> what? Cutting a tree. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's. I, what I sound, feel like it sounds like a good idea for an actual video game. Yeah. Um, Is there one? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Copyright. 
It's, it's not great, the video game. I've had oh, there a, is a video I, game I, of... I've had, a, I've had a little go on the Imagine deadline. if they did yeah. an actual virtual reality game of this. That'd be sick. I'd be shaking his head. What do you mean of this? Of life? Of Sword Art Online. What if this is not real? Oh my god. Uh -oh. What pill did you take? The... <laughs> Contraceptive. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, would you see it live action? I'd see it live action. Whether it's good, that's another thing. But, I mean, you've got big... Animes like Death Note, which have been made into live action, and they haven't really been, as far as I'm aware, they haven't been publicised too much as being good. Well, that's another whitewashing scandal, isn't it? No, but I'm talking about the original time oh, that got okay. made into a live action. That wasn't white, as far as I'm aware. But um, but the thing is, like, I think they like in these cartoons. Did you did you think the main character was American, or did you think he was Asian? The main character in Sword Art Online. Do you mean Caucasian? Do you mean forget that he was talking Japanese? Do you mean Caucasian or yeah. Asian? Because you said American. Mm. Yeah, Caucasian. Yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I should. What's well, the out. thing? Because me personally, I kind of feel like they they're drawn to look quite Caucasian, mm. um, which I think may kind of muddy the water in terms of like if they cast a white or a Caucasian person in a live action role but the character like you said speaks Japanese mm. is living in Japan mm. and has the culture of Japan mm. you know yeah it's, right. it's kind of a, a, an odd odd ground you know it's a mixture isn't it so this is why you're always going to get the you're always going to get the backlash from when you recreate these things that Either someone's going to be like, oh, that does not depict what I've seen in the cartoon. And then you've got the others that are saying, well, you're just whitewashing it. Bring it back to its roots, essentially, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But um, I feel like, in a way, it might be... Like, you know, if, say, for example... So Ghost in the Shell, the live action, was set in Japan, mm. but with a Caucasian female. If they'd changed the location to, like, Manhattan, mm. it would make more sense for... Caucasian person to be in the role, mm. so it's in a sense it might be, you know, easier or less offensive to to change the the location if they want to cast a Caucasian person in the role, because otherwise you just like like with the Great Wall they're just plonking mm. Matt Damon mm. in like an army of Chinese soldiers and it's like, did that really happen? <laughs> so, I don't know. But that, that film was based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, are there any other anime or cartoons, like Japanese cartoons, that you would like to see made as a live action? No. No? None at all. None? None. I, I heard you saying the other day you want to see Yu-Gi-Oh! or Dragon Ball Z. No? It doesn't work. It doesn't Why work. do you it not think work. it works? Because we've been witness to it. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, we saw the Dragon Ball Z one. It was rubbish. Um... That's something I can think of, but that that burned me most enough to think that there shouldn't be another one because these these things are, they're like anime especially like well the ones I've seen with they're so like mythical creature focused like creatures that don't exist in real life, and it just doesn't work. Well, I don't think when you put them in, if you was to put them in a like I should say, or a thing like Yu Gi Oh, where like he's just playing a, he's playing a game. And obviously, he's using creatures and stuff like that. I just don't. I just feel like it wouldn't have the same effect if it was live action. And you go like, I was had like a lot of dramatic music and stuff like that. And I think it's because because 
you can draw, because you can draw the cartoons, like whoever's making it can make the cartoons, whatever, they, whatever the cartoons are going to say, or whatever facial expressions they want, it can be exactly what they think it needs to be. Whereas uh, when you're doing it with a real person, there's obviously there's going to be a bit of, be a bit of, um, you know, error. I think as to how it comes across. But then, like nowadays, technology is so good. Mm. Like War of the Planet of the Apes, they they look photorealistic gorillas, man. Mm. And obviously, like you know, I, I assume a lot of animals in films are probably CGI now. Mm. Like especially if they are made to do something that they probably be quite difficult to train them to do mm. so now like 2017 when you've got like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there's been a couple of live action ones of those and all of those don't look real but you know the graphics on them are decent like it's a bit Transformers um, do you not feel like the technology now they could actually recreate a, a, a Yu-Gi-Oh character they can or do something? it but I think they, I know they can do it but I don't know I feel like there's a difference between doing it and being able to pull it off Okay. Does that makes sense. I don't know. Is there anything they could do that would, that would that is the missing ingredient for them to be able to say, oh yeah, they pulled it off? I don't know. I'm not sure. What to I think as well, what they try and do is so for the Dragon Ball movie they made. Was it Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Mm. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter yeah. They tried to take a whole not whole series, well yeah, a whole series, mm. and smash it into one film. Mm. Okay. And that's a lot to. That's a lot of hours to smash into an hour or two. Mm. The films were even the film was even that long, no. and then not really have people wanting to watch more. Mm. It was kind of like a struggle to carry on watching that film because it was just so fake. Mm. Even if it's not something as simple as the way they did um, Goku's hair, I was just like, yeah. it should look rubbish. Okay. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a so cartoon's hair, like if you saw a guy having Yugi Moto's hair from Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you know the character, but he has like this. Hair up here, yeah, like, like black and yellow yeah, with like some purple. It's like you can't pull that off in real no, life. Surely not, you'd look like an absolute dumbo. Apologies for anyone who's got that hair. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, like, could you imagine like someone rocking some massive mm. uh, pyramid mm. like shaped yeah. thing? Luminati, mate. It'd be or like his neck like, would be down here, like someone just like Kaiba, like yeah. a fat white trench coat. Yeah, like, you would just look like a cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then. Yeah, oh, I'm going to have to... I, they can't really pull it off a lot. I mean, we'll soon see, because the two that I know that are coming out, you've got Full Metal Alchemist, which they're not whitewashing. That's coming out. I don't know if it's a live-action film or a TV series. We'll see if that's good. And then we've got Death Note, which is another film that, a film made by Netflix, which is whitewashed. Apparently. Is that a film or a series? That's it. I thought it was a series originally, but I'm led to believe now it is just a film, which... We'll, be, we'll have the same thing that I've just said. They're cramming too much. Mm. Especially like the thing like Death Note where it's so almost methodical in how they do it and that like it's so tactful and it's it's like this battle between two minds to like get the answer. Mm. Like to cram it all in such a short space of time. Unless Netflix make a really long film, which they could. I mean, they could make it like four hours and people would just watch oh, it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not saying do it. Like, they could make no, it too. Yeah, but like, they could, they could, they could come. <laughs> you could dip in and out of it with Netflix, can't you? You don't have to necessarily watch it all. But I mean, okay. So say there was a live action Dragon Ball Z or Yu Gi Oh TV show. Would that make you want to watch it more? I'd, I'd probably give it a go. Mm. Like, it, don't get me wrong. I'd give it a go. Mm. Mm. It's like me saying right now, I didn't like Fast and Furious Eight. 
but I'm gonna go and watch nine anyway because mm-hmm. I, I am. So don't have Because I, I love these shows, I will watch as a kid. I will go and watch it just for sheer curiosity. Yeah. But yeah. whether they can pull them off, I'd love for them to. But they just won't. I would love a live action Pokemon. Well, did you, do you remember that trailer? It was on YouTube. Oh, was that guy? Yeah. Yeah. About that 20 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, that was so sick. The, the was, fan, the but, fan one. But that was so, like, dark and mm. gory. Yeah, but like. I think it would be really good. Like, I think they could definitely have... Because, you know, like, what? Pokemon Go was a lot of fun for 10 minutes. Mm. And, like, you know, so they could quite easily... You know, he's walking for a... Because, like, I guess, you, you know, you can just make these real-world locations, mm. you know, like mountains and forests and walks through grass and sees a weedle and, you know. True. I think it would be... All right. You, you could make it like Power Rangers. I can't see can't someone you? like you wanting watching that and being like, "Oh yeah, this is good." No, probably not. But, like, cause you what, in a what? real life. Ash. Yeah, unless yeah. like unless like the Pokemon start like murdering people. Then, yeah, man. Then I assume you'd be interested. Yeah, I don't know. If, unless if, they made it like Power Ranger esque though, because that was pretty. That was a little darker. It was directed by Stephen King or something. Yeah, if it, <laughs> if it was like Quentin Tarantino and Roger, Rodriguez <laughs> and like you know, you know Charizard actually mauled people and. You could see their but, cinders uh, and stuff. Yeah, like, it'd be cool, yeah. 18 rated Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck them on, you know. Who would you get to, who would you get to play? <laughs> what did you say? Who would you get to play Ash? Um, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's quite a good um, I don't know who's gimpy enough to... And then to... you could have uh, Dwayne Johnson as bro. That'd be so sick. And like, oh, that'd be sick. Make it happen. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds as Ash. Rock as Rock. That's <laughs> a 12-year-old. I don't fucking know. With a couple. Oh, mate, and then Amy cool. Adams as Misty. <laughs> with her, like, star me. And, and then who would be um, Tommy Lee Jones as Professor Oak? Like it, yeah. <laughs> what about Ash's mum? Uh, Actually, what about Team Rocket, yeah, mate? I was say, what about Team Rocket? <laughs> Team Rocket. That would be that would be um, Nicole Kidman and um, Tom Cruise. What? Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Tom Cruise never plays a villain, man? Fucking Apart from like Collateral. Mm. And then who's it? the thing is? And the first episode of the series, right? He'd have to like um, Ryan Reynolds would meet his enemy, and. Then we'd be like, what's my name? And then he'd have to give him his name. And he'd be like, Nobed. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember you do that? And when you play the video games, you have to name the, the, your opposition, oh, don't you? Oh, right, right, And he just... Right. Like, you just, need to give more context. You like, like, what? He okay, just, okay. just used to give him, like, swear word okay, names okay. and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's like a Nobed has challenged okay. you to battle. Well, right? if they ever do make a Pokemon Lovish film, I hope they do not put you in charge of casting. Oh, that mate. That sounds dreadful. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Jake Gyllenhaal played the villain. <laughs> it's going to happen. You heard it here first. Copyright Ravage Critics, man. Well, is there any anime that you want to make? I can think of two. I can think of... So, back when I was younger, I used to watch a cartoon series which was a Jackie Chan series and it was something about talismans and they oh, yeah. Jackie Chan yeah, 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 yeah. 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 people like yeah. magical powers like yeah. the rabbit gave you yeah. super speed did you ever have the comics yeah. I've got, I've got, yeah. and they gave you the I've got all of it upstairs yeah. Yeah. I used to I, have I had that metal tin that they gave me yeah. mm. that's upstairs my mum beat me over the head with it oh, oh. throw it back <laughs> <laughs> oh wow throw it back Oh, good times, good times. Wow, that, that took a turn for the <laughs> um, If you've been affected by anything in this podcast, 
please seek to... Call me, I'll help you. I'll help you get through it. Mate, did you know about the NSPCC when you were a kid, man? Of course, but then if you do that, you just get more bees. Have you said that already? Did it? I don't know what. Oh, I don't know about that, mate. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so Ollie, your your, your non abusive parents, what did they uh, what did you what did they allow you to watch? Yeah, so I was, so the Jackie Chan one would be one that I think would be quite funny to watch, just as like a standalone film maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think actually for my second, I would pick because there are so many Batman and superhero related um, animation um, series. I, I think a lot of them actually have a good storyline and better than some of the movies that come yeah. out. So you, you guys are talking about The Laughing Joke where it's really Killing. dark about... The Killing Joke, sorry. Yeah. Um, really dark about the death of Robin. Mm. And I, I don't know, I kind of would like to see that in a film. It's like a really dark Batman film. Yeah. I know there already have been and I you know we always say, oh, we're going to bring out more yeah. of what's already out, but... I think that's quite a good, yeah. good point. Because you know like Batgirl's been announced mm. oh, God. one of the origins of Batgirl or not origins but it's one of the kind of big storylines about Batgirl is in the killing joke where the Joker pretty much rapes her and mm. cripples her mm. well supposed to well you don't know if he raped her well I mean it's quite heavily suggested mm-hmm. but do you think that would ever become part of the Batgirl mythology nah, like live action that's not gonna but DC thing is easy, going no, to PC, see, mate. see the thing I was saying to Obi I don't know how they're going to bring Batgirl into this universe because I'm the belief so we're at the stage where we know that the original Robin is not the Robin in this film in, in this DC universe anymore we know that a Robin well, we, is it well you'd definitely make the assumption the that you'd made the assumption by that suit that Jason Todd is no longer with us. Is that Jason Todd suit? Because could it not be well, the, Dick the, Trace or whatever his name is? It was in Suicide Squad where, where Harley Quinn said she killed Jason Todd. Oh, okay. Oh, did she? Mm. Okay. I, did, I missed that. Mm. Okay, that's quite good. Well, no, that's not good, but that's quite a good spot. Mm. Um, so that makes my, me think that, okay, so the original Robin... Um, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. He must be Nightwing now. Mm. And then there were talks about doing a Nightwing oh, film. film. Mm. And then was Jason Todd the second one? Yeah. Or, okay. So the next Batman, the next Robin could be Tim Drake unless he's already turned into, I think he goes to be Red Robin afterwards. Mm. So then the only option for me would be Damian Wayne. Red Robin. That's sorry. I'm that. That's like the lamest superhero <laughs> name. I think that's Batman. What, Red Robin. I think that's what they call him. I can't. Don't don't quote me on that. But um, but then Batgirl. There must be a point at which Batgirl's already been in it. She's already had this thing happen to her, and she is. Like in a wheelchair. Mm. Wait, what's what's your what's, I'm confused. What's, so what's your where where what, is the Batgirl? So my thing is the Batgirl film gonna be within this timeline or is it gonna be pre timeline of what we're seeing now? Oh well, it could be either, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I know. Right, right, right. But my my thought was just like it's just odd. Mm. I find it. Well, I odd. think they could do like uh, maybe. Well, if it, if it was me doing it, obviously because it's Batgirl, I think I assume you'd have to do your origin story. So obviously you start. In the past, yeah, I suppose that's true. Commissioner Gordon and whatnot. I should be well. I should be mo- with the majority of these films that they're planning. They kind of have to do uh, origin stories, otherwise they won't make any. I feel like they're just gonna they're just gonna make loads of things out of like sync though. Like I know obviously you everyone does like prequel films and stuff. Yeah. I feel like so much is gonna be out of sync because they've made it an older Batman. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but then they just cast a younger Batman, mm. for, which would be interesting. 
Because yeah. I, I don't know how long Ben Affleck's going to want to do it. Well, well if, the films are, if the films are rubbish, then he's not going to want to do it. If the films are good, then I'll say to him, do as many as he can. Because mm-hmm. I think he... I think he's probably the perfect person for the job. He's he's a nerd, and he? he likes the Batman, Superman kind of fit comics. So, and he seemed to portray it quite well. From what I think, that was one of the best parts of the film, really, him being Batman. So, but going back to the animated DC or superhero mm. films, is there a particular one or two that stand out to you? No, nah, I just used to watch a lot of the Batman animated mm. episodes, and I really enjoyed them. I think Under the Red Hood would be... Um, yeah, or Flashpoint. He's, he's got a lot of good villains as well that I don't mm. think get portrayed as much as I wish they would. Mm. But, yeah. Is there any benefits to anime or cartoon to live action? In, easier. Yeah. Easier in what sense? You can, pull, you can pull off more stuff without having to spend more money. Oh, sorry. He's big off, sorry. <laughs> it's easier because you can pull off more stuff without having to spend more money basically, yeah. and like stuff that, there's certain things that happen in, like, so, when I watched uh, Batman Return, what was it? Rises? No, The Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns, yeah, yeah. thank you. Dark Knight Returns Part 2. In that, spoiler, pause, the Joker <laughs> break, kills himself by breaking his own neck. <laughs> so like, yeah, so, and like, that's not something that you can do, well, that convincingly in a, yeah, like that So stuff like that. So and like you said, like expressions and hair and yeah. costumes, it could be as crazy as you want. Yeah. Like, well, this is it. Like you got all these aliens in the TV series, and they look normal in the cartoons, and they look kind of like normal. They fit in, but when you're gonna go and CGI them into them, and especially with the 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 people who are directing and producing these films, trying to change it up a bit, making it a bit more like almost modern. I don't know if they could pull it off as well, because mm. like you got all these simplistic suits, like back in the day Power Rangers. Flash wearing that like, uh, what's the material? Whatever the material is, but now it's all like machine. Yeah. It's like they're making it more logical and they're making it seem more realistic. Yeah. So these aliens, I don't know if they would make them look the same, and I think that would annoy people. But certainly annoy me if it didn't look the same. Mm. Yeah, I think also like yeah, like you're saying in terms of um metaphysical or kind of you know existential ideas and concepts can be, you know. It's difficult to explain them with words, yeah, isn't exactly. it? You yeah. kind of say, like, well, what would you think heaven looks like or hell? You'd be like, oh, fiery. But if you asked you to draw it or, mm. you know, you could probably have a better way of expressing that than mm. through words. And I guess, like you're saying, and it's, it's easy to do that on, or potentially easier, a cartoon rather than live action where, you know, like Ghost in the Shell, all the intricate graphics and stuff, like, that must have cost tens of millions mm. just for all the time and effort it takes to, to draw it quickly. Um, I also think, uh, if you disagree, please let me know, like, certain themes can be dealt with in a more palatable way in anim- animation. So, like, when we were watching A Silent Voice, it was, like, bullying and suicide and things. And I guess there's a level of detachment from an animation, because, you, you know, obviously they don't look... Well, they might look anthropomorphic, but, they're, they're, you know, it's not like you can really relate to them because they're not a real person. Mm. So therefore, it might be easier for you to internalise themes like that. Is there an argument that, you know, animation is a good way of exploring dark themes and stuff rather than it really affecting you psychologically? I think it is, yeah. Because you, yeah. you don't take it seriously, I don't think, when 
No. I mean, there are some messed up ones, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think seeing it in a cartoon form, you're, you're a bit more like, okay, whatever. That's, it's not real. But if you saw it in real life... Well, you saw it in the big screen, like live action, you'd be a bit more like, oh, shock horror. Like, that's that's a bit much. Mm. Kind of thing. But then you say that, but a lot of people are a bit... Um, Aggie about the killing joke scene, weren't they? They're yeah. a bit like, and, yeah. and you don't actually see anything in no. there. I think that's again because there are, cause there are expectations with cartoons that yeah. they're going to be child friendly. Yeah. Like when Sausage Party came out and, <laughs> and people actually took their children to see it. Like I don't know how they got into a 15 rated film, but you know, it's like because it's a cartoon, you just assume it's going to be for kids. Yeah. So if there's like rape or strong language or violence so... or orgies featuring hot dogs, then. You know. That film was so funny. <laughs> that scene is so disturbing. But is there a particular reason why you guys, like you, you two especially, Obi and Chris, watch anime? Is there a reason like I, I like it because it's X, Y, Z, or is it just? I just like the storylines of most of them. To be honest, they're different to what I watch in live action things. So I think that's the only reason I really watch them. Okay. I oh, mean, yeah. and also I don't think if I saw like that, like, and you never, you'd never see, and I'm excluding like heroes from it and maybe I'm wrong maybe you can point maybe you'll probably point out one straight off the straight out of the bat but I think there's so many if you were to make it a live action one there'll be so many visual effects I don't think you see that many visual effects like you see visual effects in TV series but not on the constant level that they have them in this Mm. yeah so but I mean yeah I just think it's quite clever most of them so Mm. that's why I watch them well listeners get in touch Tweet us, YSE Podcast 17. Why do you watch anime, if you do watch anime? Recommend one for me to watch. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, Or us to watch, in fact. If you're an aficionado, we've got quite a few people on our Twitter that are, you know, in their blog thing says anime, or yeah. bio even says anime fan. So, you know, let us know which ones we'd recommend. Were there any that you'd want to be live action? Um, and do you have any benefits of anime over actual live action film? So do get involved. So, Ollie, you talked about Jackie Chan. Hmm. So you are this week's uh, From the Archive um, host, so tell us about your Jackie Chan film. Yeah, so this week I watched Rumble in the Bronx, which is a classic Jackie Chan movie. Um, so the storyline is he is a, uh, the son of a, um, a store owner who's essentially selling off his store and going to go live in retirement. So Jackie Chan plays the character Kiyung comes over to um, the Bronx um, and is looking after the store whilst um, his, his uh, dad is off on his honeymoon. Um, so he comes over thinking that this is a really nice area, um, but obviously trouble ensues um, because he gets in a fight for all the right reasons. Um, or the right reasons, the wrong reasons. Um, it's against criminals. So okay. he protects his dad's limo, or his dad's friend's limo, um, and the, the criminals um, lose money because of that. So they want to get a bit of revenge. And it's a bit of a sad story that he's, he's kind of getting... He's, he's this foreigner who's coming over and he's getting picked on by this gang. Um, but he is a martial arts expert, so he kicks ass. Um, but a couple of times he does get his ass also beaten. Um, which is sad to see, Jackie on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really good film. Um, it is, I think he actually broke his foot during it. Oh shit. He jumps off a, uh, off a bridge onto a hovercraft, 
Oh wow! Of course, yeah. people, people are actually getting run over by this hovercraft as well. <laughs> like this is this is back when health and safety was out <laughs> the window, and there are no rules. What film? That. What year was it released? So it was nineteen ninety five, I believe. Whew. We would have been two, well one and a half. Yeah, so it's, it's an old one, but old, there was ancient. there was actually a lot of uh, a lot of stunts in there that I recognised from Rush Hour. So okay. I think I wonder how how many more of his films they all kind of relate in the stunts that they do yeah. so there's a bit where he um he's like hitting some guy with loads of fridges like fridge doors yeah and he's hitting like guys on either side and then he puts them in the fridge and i was like that definitely <laughs> happens in rush hour uh, in see, the that, bank or something yeah, yeah see that is a great example of when going back to fast and furious and i'm saying you can't compare it to other films because it doesn't reference other films as far as i'm aware whereas things like that rush hour you know you watch a film from a few years before and you think oh yeah that links so mm. therefore you, you know that that's that's uh, to the credit of the filmmakers, I guess. And I yeah. guess the way you can say, or either in a positive or negative way, Rush Hour has, you know, appropriated it for a good reason or it doesn't work. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only thing I would comment about this film is that it's, it's dubbed over. <laughs> oh, so, so is, it a, it's actually, is it actually a Hong Kong or Ch- yeah, like Chinese yeah. production? Um, except for, ex- except for the, the Caucasian cast. They're, they're speaking English, but um, Jackie Chan, I'm... He's, he's not speaking English in it. Um, is it poorly dubbed? Uh, for his family members, yeah. Mm. But does he dub his own voice? Actually, that wouldn't make sense, would it? No. <laughs> he doesn't speak good English, to be fair to him. Okay. No. In terms of, like, so have you watched many other Jack, uh, Jackie Chan films? I haven't. I wish I, wish I, I, I have. I have it, but... Do you feel like this is a good gateway into watching martial arts films and stuff? Yeah, you got to love them. Right, Around the world right, in 50 kid. days. Oh, no, just for Jackie Chan. Oh, I, think Jackie Chan. I think I'm going to explore a bit more. So in terms of what you're saying, like, he's, he's kind of picked on because he's a foreigner, I guess. Mm. Does it portray eventually that sort of mindset in a negative way? Does it deal with that Not as, really, a, as a theme? Not really, because so many things are happening in this film. There's so many, um, like, there's a lot of action mm. um, from the fighting. Um, there is an explosion at one point, um, and the storyline kind of deviates a lot. Okay. Um, so there isn't a set storyline, so you don't really know, like, oh, he's going to have his lo- love interest. Because actually, um, there's one part where you think he's he's got this love interest, mm. but it, it turns out that it's not the one by the end of the film. Oh. So it kind of changes a third of the way through the film, which I didn't expect. Is that, again, to its credit or to its kind of detriment? Uh, I definitely say to its credit, but I'm I'm always sad to see. So you know, you see this woman who's clearly interested in Jackie, and you're like, oh no, now I feel bad for her. I know. Okay. She she didn't get the man. She didn't get the man. No. Damn it. But it sounds like quite a confusing storyline. So were you confused by it, or again, was the plot kind of secondary? No, nah, it was so it was so basic. I mean, I I say it deviates, um, but it's so basic. So it's like he's with this gang. Um, or this gang are trying to f- find him because he, he essentially lost their money um, but then you know there's like a shooting because a bag of diamonds gets robbed um, and then suddenly the gang are actually involved in that um, so he also then gets caught up with that um, and yeah there's, there's, a, there's a few other aspects and, and corners that it turns but it's, yeah worth it worthwhile what about you two have you seen many Jackie Chan films, apart from Rush Hours. Really Around the World in 50 Days. Any good? It's alright, yes. Alright film. Is he a good leading man? He's never... Well, you know, he's a leading man. 
So we're saying the films I've seen, he's always got someone next to him. So like the one on Netflix that's got um, Johnny Knoxville in. Johnny Knoxville in. They're two people, aren't they? And they're they're yeah. on, same with Russia. You got Kim. Does that kind of say a lot about his uh, his prowess as a leading man? If he always needs Maybe. a sidekick, or he, he I, I no, see. I, him I, 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 I think that's for Western cinema, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a leading man in yeah. probably in the, in the Chinese okay. cinematic. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's, you know, loving life out there, but he's mm. adored. He is, oh, I don't know, actually, I'm just well, saying that because he's, he's well known in the West. Yeah. Imagine if they hate Jackie Chan, fucking work. Oh my God. Isn't there a film where Bruce Lee versus Jackie Chan or something like that? Don't know. That'd be pretty Not cool. Maybe there's like uh, a martial arts expendables with like... Jackie Chan, well, Donnie Yen, didn't they? Yeah, Jet and they were like, "Oh my god, are they going to bring Jackie Chan?" We were saying that there was going to be a Jackie Chan four, uh, a Rush Hour four. If there were four Jackie Chans, a Rush Hour four, but I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think they're getting too old, aren't they? It's, yeah, it's mm. going to be difficult. It'd be nice to see though. Although the three were the three were quality that they've done, yeah, so I they could easily leave it and I'd be happy. Mm. But again, it's it's actually a film where I'd be like happy to see another one. Because it's not one of those films where you, you, you're concentrating on the continuity of the storyline. Yeah. It's just their friendship. And then they go and do something. What? Yeah. Save someone. Whatever. That's what I like about the 20 Jump Street films. Yeah. Um, apparently they're going to cross over with Men, Men in Black. Black. Yeah. I don't, don't know if I quite want that, but no. I love those films, man. If you get a good duo, you've got a quality film. Yeah. Although I say this, I think well I haven't actually seen it, but Mark Wahlberg and Thingy from the other guys, uh, Will Ferrell, I think they play they do so well together. Can you? Oh, I was gonna say I thought you've seen the other guys. Yeah, I have. But then I was gonna say Daddy. Daddy's Home. Oh, and that I, was that was all that okay. But was their chemistry good still? I was gonna say, can you think of any films where the like obviously I've seen their characters, they have good chemistry, but the films rubbish. Ooh. Uh, yes, um, Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan in Captain America. I'm oh, <laughs> not going to hear this again. Like, we, we, let's, let's put a pin in this until we come back to it. I'm not hearing it. Um, I don't know. That's a really... Because you're thinking about it, like, most, like, percent, when, when they have good chem- two caps of good chemistry, um, the film's normally pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, some people would say, like, I think The Rock in... Uh, Kevin Hart had good chemistry, but some people would say Central Intelligence wasn't very good. Yeah. But I, it was all, it was I all right. Yeah, I thought it was all right. So yeah, that's, that's what you mean? Um, what about um, uh, Ride Along? I like Ride Along. I just like yeah. Kevin Hart. I thought Ride Along. <laughs> I can't remember I which like one was better. Yeah, Ride Along was all right. I like Ride Along and Ride Along too. I didn't feel like that was great. Fair. But then I guess some of the Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson uh, slash Ben Stiller Ben's films. Well, I don't think any of them have been got, bad. They've got good chemistry but they haven't been some of them have been great. Yeah, they've been alright but I don't think any of them have been like oh my god I don't want to watch that yeah. every year. Oh, actually probably what's his face Adam Sandler and that, that guy that you always Adam Sandler and anyone. <laughs> Who is that guy? Any film. It's, um, Kevin Jones? Oh, oh do they have chemistry? What's that? What's that? Um, I pronounce you. No, is that is that I good? I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I can't remember. That was a film. He uses the that same was. people, oh, man. Like the Pat. The, what's the film with Pat Man? Oh uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, they, that's got in. Kevin James. Pixels. Yeah, I didn't think that was good. Oh, I thought it was quite bad. But do they, they have good chemistry? Do they have chemistry? Oh yes, yeah, good point actually. 
Well, they must do if people keep hiring them uh, together. They might be mates. Doesn't mean they've got on screen ke- on screen chemistry. Mm, true. Mm. True. Yeah. True. That's a good point. Just, oh, don't, don't at me about Adam Sandler, man. <laughs> The only way Captain America could get worse if he was Captain America. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Adam Sandler's going to be Captain America. Fuck. I, I was saying to, I was uh, talking to Ovi on the bus and I was like, oh yeah, uh, Big Daddy 2's coming out. And I was like, oh wait, no, I didn't mean Big Daddy 2. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was Daddy's so bad. Daddy's Home, yeah. The best part of Daddy's Home is when John Cena comes in. <laughs> that was... I, I I've never seen it. It's so. right at the end. No. Um, give us a catch up on some TV, Ollie. Some TV. Well, you guys talked about... So, yeah, so the past couple of weeks, I actually watched a lot more TV than films. Mm. Yeah, you went to the theatre, mate. Mm. Theatre's good. Love it. I saw a Lion King, so classic. Respect. That was a spud. Um, Give us some proper entertainment. Proper entertainment. (laughs) Well, I'm not usually a TV guy, so actually, you know, this isn't really my aspect. Mm. Um, I, I was listening for the podcast last week with Chris, who talks about the end of The Walking Dead. Um, so I had to watch that, get caught up on that. What were your thoughts on it? My thoughts, I, I admittedly, I thought it was a little bit watered down. There wasn't a lot of, um, just some things didn't make sense. When, when they were having a little fight in Alexandria, um, the hilltop and the guys from the kingdom just came out of nowhere. You'd think they'd come from the front gates, that's the only entrance, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, there is a sewer, isn't there? That leads in. Yeah. To Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, there is. Oh, That's yeah. how Maggie gets out. Um, but I don't know how the kingdom would know about that. Nah, That's true. true. I don't know how they got over the wall either. Like loads of people were escaping over <laughs> the massive wall. They literally just were like suddenly up there, and I was like. But at, at the end, what actually got me, I, I didn't realise this until um, I was watching um, loads of YouTube YouTubers talking about the end of reviewing it, and there, there's no walkers, there's no, there's no dead at the end. They're having this huge guns blazing fight, and there's, there's not a single zombie except for Sasha. Um, and and yeah. you you don't notice it yeah because when Daryl he, he's looking out so they've all run away they've retreated and Daryl looks out and it's just nothing yeah. I don't know if they didn't have a budget for it or they didn't have time <laughs> uh, but I think that's that's missing it because when they last had a big um, fight and standoff with the the villain which was the governor back in the prison there were there were walkers and zombies left right and centre and they were like fighting on two sides yeah. so they had this tank blowing up part of their prison and then they had walkers coming around the side and you know tearing down the fence um, so I think they missed a step there but now it's it's all kicking off for in however mon- many months yeah. time six months time probably in Halloween um, when they're they're going to have this big battle yeah. and where do you see it going the series I really don't know. I don't think it's going to last for many yeah. more seasons. It really can't. I'm getting a bit fed up with it. Yeah. Um, but I think the only thing that is slowing it down is the fact that there's not this huge, this this great story between all the all the um, like sites, all, all the different communities. Um, whereas in the first like first seasons, you're getting to know the characters, but now they're just chucking in all these characters from different places, and you're like. I, I don't know, it's just a faceless person, really. Yeah, Yeah, this is true. No, I agree, actually. That's, um, 
I just don't see whether like there's gonna get to a point where you just like it's like I said last time it's just rep- repetition of what's gonna happen. Yeah. Gonna someone badder, bigger, badder. They're gonna take it over. He's gonna stop them. I want yeah. to, I want them to get more gory though. So yeah. like this one, this one ended with some closure. Like they had the they had the fight, whereas season six ended at Negan doing yeah. something. Uh, but you, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, you you bastards! Why would you do that?" <laughs> Waiting for season seven premiere, which you know, shocked. Yeah. Um, so I want them to get gory because there's um, this group called the Whisperers, um, which they haven't shown yet, but there's they would have been in the comics I think by now. Yeah. Um, and essentially they're wearing zombies. Um, so they're just like Leatherface from um, oh, shit. from Chainsaw Massacre, and that, so they're like they're amongst all these undead, um, and they're like just chatting to each other, but they're wearing which is what Glenn, Glenn and Rick did yeah. back in season one. That's yeah. very true. So imagine, imagine if like one of the zombies actually could still articulate. That'd be sick. Maybe that's carrying what, a gun. Yeah, maybe that's what it'll turn into. I like the White Walkers, isn't it? In yeah. Game of Thrones. Well, that's what they're thinking. Like, oh, how how are they gonna have the whispers? How are they gonna show them? And you think, oh, maybe Rick will go to kill him, but then he'll be like, oh, you hear him talking or something, or yeah. there's a, wa- a walker carrying a gun. And you'll be like, what the hell? That was it. So, yeah. Fine. What else have you been watching? Um, for TV, I've been on a binge watching Rick and Morty, which I love, because that, that's an anime that you could definitely not do as a live action. That's, cra- that's batshit, isn't it, that thing? That is mental. Have you seen it then? I've seen clips, and I've seen an like, episode here and there. But is that the mad scientist doctor kind of person? Yeah, the granddad and his yeah. grandson, they go on these crazy trips throughout the universe. It's like the multiverse. <laughs> oh, like Family guy, pretty okay. much. What do you like about it? Um, I don't know, I like that adult humour. Because you got it, don't you? Yeah. Again, there's something about, in my opinion, animation, where if, if like there's adult humour in animation, it's so much funnier mm. than, you know, just puerile kind of real people mm. saying wank and stuff it's like uh, but you know if like a little baby like Stewie says it <laughs> you're like ah it's so funny yeah I agree actually because I've watched Bojack Horseman yes I've I, seen I haven't that. quite finished it but um, that's so funny like, I, I was a massive sceptic I was like this is going to be rubbish but I watched it and a lot of the things he says that if someone said it in real life you'd be like okay that's <laughs> Yeah. But this one is a lot more fun. Is that another cartoon? Yeah, yeah. that's on Netflix. Uh, it's a horse. Man. Is Rick and Morty on Netflix? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just oh. watched it online. I think there's is some. What? No, carry on. No, I just think there's some on Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Well, what series is Rick and Morty on then? So it's only got two seasons out, um, but the third, third season, first episode, I think, is out. But the well, the third season isn't out yet. Isn't is that going to be the last one? I feel like someone said that. I don't know. Uh, I hope not. Mm. Three seasons is quite short for an animation. Yeah. Is there an overarching plot to it, or is it just like little vignettes of... Yeah, there is. I'm not going to go into it, because there's just so much detail. But there's like there's multiple universes, and he, uh, Rick, the granddad, um, uh, has other Ricks against him um, and it's, it's really confusing it's, okay. it's a mind fuck so if you were to say to someone who has no idea what it's about it is basically like this and this or this if you like X you will like Rick and Morty ooh um, what would you suggest is it uh, is it Family Guy E nah is it not at all South Parky mm, 
Not so. I think it's a little bit of South Park humor, but I think it's more more clever okay. than that. What's that? What's the other like trippy one that you watch? Um, the guy is, is it a dog. He's got a dog, a yellow dog. Yellow dog. Yeah, and he wears that like white hat thing. Uh, I don't know what you've been watching. What Chris. are you? You what are you on, mate? Don't know. Okay, so it's kind of its own thing then. It's got hundred percent of Ron's mouth. Really? Mm. Wow. Yeah, man. Okay, so maybe that's its. USP you in have itself. You have to watch it now. Uh, I'm that one. <laughs> Adventure Time. Adventure Time, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God. He's got the dog in it. He's got the oh, white yeah. hat, yeah. Jake and dog thing. Yeah. Oh, Is God. it like that? It's trippy. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Uh, Has anyone ever seen the, the 70s version of Robin Hood, the animation? <laughs> that is trippy. Really? Yeah, I watched it very late at night and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, crazy, crazy magical shit. I, I want to add that if you like watching adult humour, but like the animation side, it's not animation, but Robot Chicken oh, is right. over there. The, the models. Did anyone ever watch Celebrity Deathmatch? I, I used to on when, I, when I was allowed to stay up, yeah, because I was quite late. That it? was so funny. That was wack. I've never seen it. They used to kill it, like, kill each other, man. <laughs> This is why you like you like seeing watching people die. I don't understand you at all. Um, I used to it used to it used to scare me. He's that it. guy that one day you're gonna walk into his house and he's gonna be there chopping up some body and you're yeah. gonna stand there like, the fuck do I do? <laughs> Try, carry on. Yeah, I'm Dexter, isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> so when when you become a lumberjack. Uh, oh my god, this is. Damn, this don't is... I don't think don't think uh, check suits me. He's oh. actually just admitted he's Dexter. Knew it. This is like when Walter White is like, or when Hank's like, you're WW, and he's like, ha, you caught me. Got <laughs> him. <laughs> Anyone got anything else to they want to to review or to mention? Prison Break. Prison Break. Is this the new one? Yeah, I think there's. I've watched five four... episodes. Oh, what, the first. What do you think? It's alright. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and watch it, but um, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna like binge or anything. How close is it to the past series? Is it? Does it? Is it continuity? Is it new characters? It is continuity. Although I've heard a lot of people saying how I don't really want to spoil it for Obi, but how is Michael Schofield there? It doesn't make any sense how he got to where he is. But if you've watched four and he's watched five, then he's... No, 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 no. He's watched five, watched episodes five episodes of the original one. series. Oh, And right. I've watched three or four, whatever is out at the moment, yeah. of the new series. Yeah, oh, okay. So that's what I'm I saying. I don't know if Michael Schofield does, though. Oh, okay. So, what, do you know that he's in the new one as well? Yeah. Okay, so basically, not, people are debating how he got there to where he is. Uh, he... Uh, why it's all happening but it's quite clever because they get back old cast again and there's a storyline to it and it's good I think they're trying to they're trying to recreate what they had in the original series which is the whole element of escaping prison and do you know um, sorry yeah. I don't want to interrupt you there but I just want to quickly ask from the end of season 4 and the beginning of season 5 how much time has passed? 15 years? Oh, okay. 7 that's, years? That's fine. That's say, seven they or, both drastically it's, changed. It's either know? 7 or 15 yeah, years. Okay, it's actually, it's whatever the distance is from when it finished okay. to what it is now. So, so I, I assume, like years so I assume yeah, at the end okay. of series 4 oh, that they four? get imprisoned. What? No. They were always imprisoned. No, no, season 4. Season, right. No, no. Okay. No? I don't know. But, um, uh, go on, carry on. I actually don't know how many, it's really annoying me, I don't know how many years difference, but the kid... It's great. The the kid that was at the end of this the series, who was a baby, is now grown into a child, right. like school age. So, what do you like about it? 
Do you like them escaping from prison or the? Aftermath? I think it's really clever. Like he's really articulate in like how he does it, and there's always a underhanded plan on why he's doing what he's doing. Like people are like, oh, why are you being friends with him? What's he? What? Why? We hate him, and then he's like, well, I need him for this, this, and this. So the mystery. Yeah, and then, yeah. Mm. and then there's an underlying, and there's always an, another. Well, in this one, there's another story. Like why is he there? Why is he? Why is he being told to like get out of here? Like. It's clever. I like it. I think I like them things when it's really clever. Like night series where they really think about it and they really make everything add together and like... Mm. Yeah. Did you ever see Escape Plan with... Arnie? No. Is it good? Well, it's a bit silly, but... <laughs> it's like... If you love that kind of stuff, like escaping from prison, um, then definitely worth a watch. I'll give it a watch then. I'll give it a watch. And just finally, another series that I want to mention is 13 Reasons Why. So it's a Netflix uh, original drama based on a book uh, about a teenage girl who commits suicide and um, she records 13 sides of tapes um, which then gets passed around the school and each one's about a different person who in some way contributed to her making a decision to end her life. Um, oh, that's deep. It is a little bit. Like, yeah. That's rough. Uh, but it seems to have exploded as, as like some, you know, kind of cultural, not phenomenon, but... Is it, it's, I, I want to ask, um, but is it an American high school? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know I'm not into that. I ain't into that shit. No, but it's, it's quite relevant to nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. It just, it seems like, because when you're watching it, it's obviously very, um, you've got to be very careful when, like, when you're portraying these things, but it's very like, everything happens to her. And then when she recovers from something, it seems to go back on her again. So like she makes a friend, and then they, when they decide they don't want to be friends with her again, they revert back to like what happened previously to her. And it's kind of like everything. Well, I'm only two episodes in, and you're okay. five. Four. I four. still, I think I'm part way through the fourth episode, but like you, you feel really sorry for her. Is it worth watching? I think it's worth watching. I'm, I'm intrigued, mm. and it has seemed to like it's kind of. Everywhere people talking about it and yeah. and the the thing as well on these tapes it's like because it doesn't get passed around school it gets passed around to certain individuals yeah because they got li- and they they have to listen to the tapes oh my god Otherwise, so this is like this is why you essentially killed me you really yeah yeah that? yeah pr- no. pretty much and they have to listen to it otherwise this certain person will publicly humiliate them in some way but they don't know how yeah and that's the thing like. At this moment in time, where at where I'm up to, um, I kind of kind of find some of it problematic because like, so this girl she's like she's the new kid or something, and then, you know she, she she uh, kind of, so the first episode, mild spoilers is like she kind of gets <laughs> with spoilers. gets with this <laughs> gets with this jock. You know, and they and, they they straight and, away tell her not to, don't they? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, no, it's but a he's a jock, so yeah. you know he's gonna be a twat. But um, anyway, so then they get off, but then he basically claims that he's done more right. with her, and then that goes around the school, and people are like, oh, you're a slut, you know, sort of thing. So she kind of gets bullied a bit, but it's just like it's like I think Obi will like it because it's the cheesiest high school thing ever, like. Everything's dandy and grey and she's like so kooky and all this sort of, you know, it's like, you know, all that gossip girl, those sorts of, what's the one who, whoever trying to find A is like pretty little, 
Pretty Little Liars. It's like that because there's like a a narrator that you right. kind of voices over and it's like, oh, the, welcome to your tape, sort of mm. thing. It's it's very yeah. interesting. I mean, is it a tape an episode? Yeah, yeah, and not a side you, an episode. So it, is it going to be only thirteen <coughs> episodes? It is think? only thirteen episodes. Is it one one series? Yeah, I don't know oh, how it ends, don't so I don't ends. know if there's going to be more. But the, but thing, I the thing is with it as well, you've got um, this whole thing where, like, if you got the tape... Okay, if you got these tapes, how fast would you listen to them? How fast? I don't know well, if I would listen would you to them. Listen like to them all, would you listen to all 13 stri- sides straight away to find out? Because you don't know where you are on these tapes, yeah? But it's like it's all it's in an order. Yeah, but she also... The tapes also lead people to locations. So she says, oh, like to... Enhance your listening. Go to the park. I mean, you don't have or, to go to these locations. I mean, you can just Google Maps it. I'm sure. But what I don't understand but, now, but only been two episodes in, is a they treat it for me kind of quite blasé. You know, she's, yeah. so she, you see her recording these tapes, and she's like, "Oh, you're on these tapes. Like, you know, you, you're one of the reasons why I killed myself." And she, I can't, I don't know. Obviously, like people can choose to end their life for a whole load of reasons, and you don't always have to be depressed or whatever but she seemed really kind of upbeat and I was just kind of like she didn't seem like and obviously this would be unfolded throughout the series but she didn't seem like she everything was so shit that she like really wanted to end her life and I was like it kind of felt a bit blasé mm. and I was just like that's I don't know if that's I have be in agreement with you on that you one. know yeah. like it's such a for a delicate like, a subject. horrible subject matter yeah. and then the first thing you hear is if you're listening to this tape, you're one of the reasons why I killed myself. Like, whoa. Like, to put that on someone is really, really bad in itself. Like, mm. I, I don't know if this happens in the series, but that might make people kill, kill themselves. themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, to have that guilt, to put all that pressure and guilt on someone. And imagine if her mum hears it and it's like, oh, Ollie, you're one of the reasons why she like, killed herself. Baby, well, I don't know. The thing is, as well, the, the main know. the main character you get you get the sense that he's not. There's something up with him as well, isn't there? Like he's not. He he he's not not depressed. He's a bit um. He's nervous and he's, he's really socially drawn. awkward. Yeah. So like to put that on someone to if, if in the end if in the end she says inevitably it was all your fault. Yeah, but well, I feel like the motivation for these people to listen is is not strong. Like she says. You have to listen to this, and obviously you've kind of alluded that people get publicly humiliated, which well, isn't that's, something that's that I realised. That's in the first episode, is it? I'm pretty sure the. But she says like there are people watching to make sure that you listen to these things. But it's kind of like, what are you can do if I don't listen to them. Like, yeah, this is true. I mean, you could just be like, listen to the first bit, listen to the last bit, and then just give it back, couldn't you? Yeah, just can't imagine. Listen to it exactly, I can't imagine if if someone. As soon as the video, as soon as the video says you're one reason I kill myself, I turn it off and I like, fuck you. Yeah. So, I don't know, but it is really interesting. I know we've kind of been negative about it, but it's intriguing, and I want to watch on to see why and how the main guy, because he's like kind of like sweet, you know, nervous guy, who's, you know, kind of, he's like the, the school, he'd be like an in-betweener, and she's this kind of popular, popular pretty girl. And I'm pretty sure he's in love with, he was in love with her when yeah, she was around. Sure. Yeah. But, um... I feel like they've got to handle the very last episode quite seriously. Whatever it is... I feel like it's got to be handled seriously, and I'm, mm. I'm not sure if they'll do it well enough. But then the reception of it's been quite po- positive. Okay. So, I mean, the series in general. So I can't imagine, you know, it, I can't imagine people would champion it if it was, mm. you know, yeah, treating sorry. it in, in a completely off-the-cuff way. So mm. we'll keep you up to date. Um, 
in I guess we'll give we'll, we'll probably try and be spoiler free for as long. Well, as you're we not going to get it next week, so hopefully by the week after yeah. we've maybe us to have watched it all. Yeah. Well, talking of next week, next week is going to be pure Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> like, all fourteen films. Pure unadulterated superhero. We're gonna dress up. <laughs> I've got my fangirl. I've got my infi- my gauntlet here. Chris has got the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh She's gosh. gonna yeah. Oh my god, it's an oven mitt. Oh Hell yeah. Fucking yes. That doesn't work properly. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I think Joe might be back from. Don't know. He's gonna make an appearance from Marvel. Back from the dead. Yeah, back from uh, Ragnarok or wherever he's been living for the last few weeks. That's so. <laughs> we'll get the time gem and, and rewind time so Ollie's got a few films to watch before then if you've not seen that if Chris isn't so I'm now holding a Captain America DVD other DVDs are available um, up, up <laughs> to Ollie great, great <laughs> Chris if you're not going to rewatch this then maybe Ollie should borrow it yeah you can borrow it if you want mate just there you go boom okay well any final points guys no no well, I'm already buzzing for next week. I think so, I think next week's going to be a, a very long podcast. Will we, will we be talking about TV series as well as the films? If it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, no, yeah, I mean... So I guess, like, maybe... Uh, Agent Shield. Agent Shield, but I haven't watched that, so... Agent Carter. We, we'll rely on you for that. <clears throat> but, yes, thank you so much for listening uh, to episode 12 now. Um, please do give us a like on Facebook. We're under Your Average Critics. Also on Twitter at podcast 17 uh, We're on iTunes. Uh, your average critics soundcloud give us a like share our content review please review please review we've got a couple of reviews but you know they always help even if they're constructively critical you could be a average critic of your average critics mm. boom and definitely get involved in our conversation next week so there are currently 14 marvel cinematic universe films and as of Friday, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will be the 15th. So, we are all going to rank those from top to bottom. Uh, and then we're going to have a huge discussion about why we've ranked them, our favourites, what we think the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be. And there will definitely... I'm not even going to cover this up. There's going to be fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 2 spoilers, so watch that shit. We'll record this on next Monday, I think, which is the bank holiday Monday. And then we'll release it the following Thursday, hopefully. Depending so, on how long it is. So by by the end of the next couple of weeks, so it's going to be so long. But by <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, four hour special. Here it comes. Hopefully, May the May the sixth or something. May the fourth be with you. But May the sixth or something, it will be released. So you've got until then to listen to Guardians, uh, watch Guardians of the Galaxy two, and get involved in our conversation. So tweet us, post on our Facebook. You know which ones do you think? Which which are the best? Which are the worst, Captain America? What superhero film would you like to see? Exactly. So do get involved and do tune in for next week's episode. What's better, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Peace. (laughs) Peace.